Welcome to the Power to Podcast audio course, where you're going to learn how to make, market, and monetize your very first podcast to attract your ideal client, share your story, and help hundreds with your message without being a techie or producing any bad content. If you want more with every single episode, go to powertopodcast.com. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about selling and getting proof of concept for your product or service and how you can go about creating your product or service. Really, the big idea here that we've been talking about all week is people must give you money for your idea before you actually go make your product or service so that you don't waste time and money and effort trying to make this thing that nobody's going to want to buy if it doesn't actually solve, you know, your ideal audience's pain points and is actually something that they're going to want to buy. So selling your idea is really a big step for you because it's at the point that you need a proof of concept in order to move forward. Without an audience who wants and needs your product or service bad enough to pay for it, moving on to the next step of creating it will just be a waste of time for you. So let's check out a few ways you can actually sell your idea. The first one is doing live workshops or webinars. We talked about this option in the last step when you were marketing your idea, but remember last time we weren't actually selling anything. This time your presentation will be set up so at the end you'll be pre-selling your product or service to those in attendance. So some things to know about selling on a live workshop or webinar is you need to create an incredibly value-packed 45-minute presentation, be energetic and engaged with your attendees, Often give away something free and consider a special offer for those who are joining you live on that presentation and then have a time-sensitive offer that creates scarcity. Now, live workshops and webinars take practice and they'll involve a bit of setup in the beginning. Don't get discouraged if you plan a workshop and don't get the opt-ins, turnout, or response that you expected. Improving your presentation and your marketing take time, so trust in the process and you'll know you'll be learning so much during this time. The next way you can sell your product or service is through Facebook ads. Facebook ads are incredibly powerful because they allow you to target the exact people you're trying to reach through Facebook's ad platform. If your words and messaging are right and you have the patience to test, tweak, and repeat, then really you could be reaching so many potential customers. Now, there are a few different options that you can be doing with Facebook ads to really sell your idea. You can have a Facebook ad that goes to a blog post and then having some sort of retargeting campaign on the back end. You could have a Facebook ad that goes to a sales page, again with some retargeting to bring people back to that sales page. Or you could have a Facebook ad that goes to your live workshop or webinar. And whether you do one or all of the things that I've mentioned, Facebook ads give you the opportunity to put your product or service in a front of a set of brand new people who potentially haven't heard of you before. And with the option to create retargeting pixels, There's a great chance that if you don't convert a sale, you'll still be engaging a future loyal fan over time. The last way I want to bring up is by doing some sort of circuit campaign, which really means lining up multiple opportunities to speak to different audiences about your new product or service going live. Keep in mind that you're also providing massive value to these audiences in the process. Now, some options for this might include doing joint venture workshops or webinars, setting up an affiliate program, and asking other people in your industry or niche to help you market your own, uh, your products or services to their audience. You can do guest podcasting, guest posting, social media campaigns, 
all sorts of different things to really get the word out about your new product and service coming out. So if you've been building strong relationships with other leaders in your industry or niche, then this is a great route to take when it comes to selling your new product or service. It's only going to help you build more credibility and more authority by being in association with these people. And it's going to open you up to a whole new audience and allow you to grow relationships with those people. Now, remember, the whole reason that we're doing this, selling our idea, is to get proof of concept that our product or service is really going to help our audience and it's going to be something they want to buy, which is ultimately going to save you time, money, and a whole lot of heartache. I mean, imagine going through all the the steps that we've covered so far, create, uh, creating your product or service, bringing it to your audience to sell, and then getting nothing. This is something that none of us want to face, and that's why it's integral that you get uh, proof of concept before you create anything that you want to sell to your audience. Now, maybe you have some uncomfortability about selling something you haven't even created yet, and I can completely understand that. We all experience a little bit of fear around putting ourselves or ideas out there, especially when we don't have anything tangible to show for it yet. So here are some tips that might help you feel a little bit more comfortable. As I've said before, When you're pre-selling anything, be transparent with your audience about the fact that you haven't created it yet. You can do things like offer an early bird or beta round special price to those who are coming on as the very first people. Make sure that you have a launch date in mind so you can tell people when to expect the product or service. And let people know your number. How many sales do you need in order to create your product or service? Is that 25, 50? Let people know that your product or service will launch with that number of people and that if you don't reach that number, everyone will see full refund. And always good practice is offer a money back guarantee so that once your product or service does launch, those who bought early in on on the opportunity to check it out can decide whether or not the content is right for them. Using some of these tips are going to help you feel a lot more comfortable with the fact that you're selling something that you haven't created yet. So once you actually sell your idea and you get proof of concept, then congratulations because now we get to move on to the step of actually creating the thing that we want. More importantly, the thing that our audience wants. And that's exactly what we're going to cover. We are finally to creating the product or service that we have drafted up so many times in our mind that we think is going to be perfect for what our audience wants because we got proof of concept that our audience actually wants this thing. So now let's talk about how you can go about creating your product service or maybe even a community that you've been thinking about for your audience. So here are the seven steps to help you create your product or service. The very first step is to define the project that you're about to undertake. So the easiest way to break down and define the product or service that we want to make is breaking this down into a few questions. First, what is the product or service that you want to create? Why are you doing it? What does it include? So what are all the parts and pieces of this product or service? And what's your end goal? Having an overall understanding of the project itself along with your end goal clearly in mind is important because you want to know that all of your hard work can be tracked. The second step is to create your pieces. So look at creating your product or service as a puzzle that is broken up into several smaller pieces to be completed in progressive stages. 
Breaking your product or service creation up into several pieces allows you to envision the progression from one to the next from start to finish rather than looking at how massive it is as a whole. This takes away the overwhelm and helps you realize that the smaller pieces are much more manageable when you tackle them individually. Another reason for breaking it up into several pieces is it's beneficial and allows you to feel as though you're making progress throughout. Otherwise, frustration and lack of motivation can really stand in your way of moving forward. The third step is to identify dependencies. So identify any dependencies will help prevent you from being halfway through creating your product or service and then realizing that you were supposed to take an extra step way back in the beginning in order to bring it all together. Not doing this, not identifying some things that you're going to be dependent on to create this product or service is really going to be an inefficient use of your time and it's going to drive you insane. So make sure you identify those up front. The next step is to set deadlines for yourself. So by giving each of your stages a timeline for completion alongside checkpoints throughout the creation of your product or service, you have something to hold yourself accountable to. And if you're not sure how long a certain piece of the puzzle is going to take, then give it a range, but don't cut yourself too much slack. Your range shouldn't be more than a few days or a week at most depending on the task. The fifth step is to measure your progress. So measuring your progress within each stage of creating your product or service helps you stay very aware of what's working and obviously what's not working within your plan. Make sure you're checking in with yourself and your team if you have one to ensure you're on track. This is where an online project management tool such as Trellio or Asana really comes in handy. The sixth step is to ask for help. So if you run into a stage in creating your product or service that requires some expertise that you simply just don't have, then start asking for some help. Depending on the tasks, there are several online resources that can help you with finding virtual assistants who are experts and who can help you remotely. You can also tap into some of those online communities you're a part of and ask for help there. Don't try and tackle the creation of your product or service all on your own. This is going to lead to overwhelm, frustration, and burnout. So now you've followed all the steps that I've just outlined in order to create a plan for your product or service. What are you supposed to do now? Well, it's now it's time to get started actually creating that thing. Here's a few examples of things that you may need to include in your project plan. What content you need to create before launch. What membership site you'll use to protect your content. What order form or merchant you're going to use to accept payment what information you'll send, or how it will be triggered when someone buys, what your welcome sequence or experience will look like and what that's going to include, how you'll engage with people in the community aspect if you're offering one, an idea of how the membership site content and permissions for new members will be managed over time. Once you kind of get your project planned out, you think through some of these extra things, then the last step is to actually create it. And deliver what you had promised to the people who pre-bought this idea are. Once you've followed all the steps that we have taken this week, then congratulations, you've created your first product or service. Today, we discussed how you can start selling your product or service before you actually create it to make sure that people would buy this product. Then we discussed the ways that you can start creating your product and service and getting it out to those people that prepaid for it. So our activity today is to take the idea that you've been brainstorming, that you've got some proof of concept from actually marketing it beforehand, and then try and sell it to your audience. See if they would pay for it. And if they do, then get busy making the product. 
Thank you for listening to the Power to Podcast audio course. To get everything you need to make, market, and monetize your podcast, including tutorials, resources, templates, coaching, and even a private community of podcasters just like you, then visit powertopodcast.com and join today. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.